serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tuesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Well, we have some good news. Fantastic. We have some fantastic news. I like it. Uh, the Valley average for a gallon of regular unleaded is now under $4 a gallon. Good for you guys. You we, guys are just catching up to the Valley of the Dirt people. Oh, gosh. So we're at three in Phoenix. We're at three ninety seven. Boy, does that look like a deal? Three ninety seven. Uh. I haven't seen three in a long time. Uh, in the Valley of the Dirt, people, it was under four for a while. Well, you got that fancy car, so you're not still seeing three. <laughs> I'm still not seeing three. No, I'm not. Uh, and Becky Lynn's got a fancy car. She's not seeing three ninety seven. No, 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 no. no, no you're no, still putting yet. that expensive stuff in. Yeah, sure am. All right, so uh, just to, let's review. Okay, let's do it. Gas prices in Phoenix three ninety seven. Does anyone remember uh, how high it got? Yes, like five sixty nine. It is exactly five sixty nine. I read that story last hour. I presume you heard it from me. Uh, no, I, was, I did my own research, oh. but apparently I got it from the same place yeah, you did. Probably so. Okay, so from the internet, Miss Smarty Pants. Do you know when the record was? It was like June fifteenth. All right, it was June fifteenth. I don't even know when I'm doing the show. <laughs> We're all asking the same question. <laughs> well, that is a uh, uh, that's a good drop. You know? Five sixty nine. Five sixty nine. Five sixty nine in in middle of June. So in the middle of July, do you want to take this over? Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. it's sure? all yours. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> middle of July. Good. At least I, you know, at least I've got a number that you don't have. Middle of July, four sixty nine. So in so put it this way. Just just we'll make it real simple. June fifteenth, five sixty nine. Okay. July fifteenth. Four sixty nine. Let's just say August fifteenth because it's close enough. It's the twenty third or whatever. Yeah. Under four dollars. That's good. A year ago, three dollars, three oh six. But all right. Here's my question: Why? Why? Why are the gas prices going down? I think there's a lot of things that play into it. Okay. Uh, a good portion of that is we are not traveling, uh, and if you go and look, we are traveling at the same kind of of pace that we were back in 2020 when at the height of the pandemic as far as people going to work still a lot of people we're talking about people can't they're not coming back to the office right the other side of it is china's a hot mess right now and they are covid locked down again oh yeah they've been covid locked down that never ends well, it does end, and then they let them out, and then one then person right gets yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, but no, they are they are not they're not buying up oil left, right, and center right now. They do not need the oil. Wait, I got to tell you, for for a country that hid the virus from the rest of the world for months, boy, they really they really care about their own people. Yeah, they don't care about us because yeah. they knew about this virus for a long time. They knew about it what September of twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. They didn't care if we all got it, but if one person in China gets it, they lock it all down. That's sickening, man. That does that ticks me off. Yeah. So they have not. They they and the other side of what's going on in China, and this is you know the big question about China is: Are they a rising power or are they a falling power? And more people are starting to say now they are a falling power. Is it because it's because of their COVID protocols? It's because they put all of their money in real estate, and it turned out to not be the thing that they should have done, or, or, or that. 
Or, or that. So. The upside is they're still going down. Our Energy Information Administration has projected that by the fourth quarter, gas prices will be around 387 on average. The downside is they could go up, says Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm on Fox News Sunday, citing supply and demand. If China opens up significantly after COVID, there will be a more pressure on demand. Granholm says the war in Ukraine took a lot of oil off the world market after COVID when demand went up. Chuck C. Everton, ABC News. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, look, did, did, did the war in Ukraine play a part in it? Yes. Did it play, you know, it, gas prices were heading up, 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 up. So let's not pretend that they weren't. Uh, I think, you know, China is going to play a big part in this if they do open up. But their economy is struggling. And I don't know how much they're going to really open up. And we're starting to bring we're bringing manufacturing home. A lot of uh, countries are seeing manufacturing come back in some way, shape, or form, or moving elsewhere that is a little bit more friendly and a lot less thievish. Hmm. Uh, so to review, okay, uh, it's been 70 days in a row that gas prices have been falling. So we started mid June at 569. Yes. Then mid July it went down to 469. Correct. And now we're past mid-August, and it's down to three ninety-seven. So, don't you think that five dollars a gallon proved to be the breaking point for many people? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, some people completely chose to drive less, uh, or in some in some instances, not at all. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to work from home. Uh, there were, you know, there were uh, uh, bosses who said, yeah, work from home. Yeah. I can't give you a raise right now, but what I can do is tell you to stay home so that'll save you a couple hundred bucks, uh, you know, every two weeks or right. so. Right. And that loss in demand probably helped balance the market a little bit. I would say 100%. So I, I think you're right. Ukraine, the war, yeah, part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it got to $5 a gallon, certainly part of it was, yeah, I'm not putting $5 a gallon in my, I'm not doing no, it. No. I'm absolutely not doing it. China, uh, and I'm just listing this stuff that, that we've gone on, the, uh, the economy. I wonder if they're ever going to change their COVID practices. Yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to do it. I, I may, well, it depends. I mean, they're going to have some serious, they got some serious issues coming. First of all, they've got a famine that is really close to hitting them because they have unprecedented heat waves. And what you guys don't realize is about 600 million people live somewhere that's what we would consider modern and city-esque. And the other billion people live in little villages. And uh, there is going to be a, a massive issue with food over there so i I don't know what they got a lot of problems and covid right now may be the least of it right so the war in ukraine uh five dollars a gallon was the breaking point we've talked about china all right let's talk about biden all right so what about opec because opec's thinking about cutting uh production right now which would then push the market back up if they cut the output that they're bringing out of the ground okay all right but that's been a big thing because remember he went over and magically saw them remember and then what happened? A few days later, they upped their uh, output, and we, we started to see even a heavier uh, uh, downfall of this. What about when Biden um, released the emergency oil? I mean, doesn't, doesn't he get a little bit of credit for getting this thing back? Uh, I mean, it's, it is funny. It, it is comical. When, you know, when gas prices go through, to roo- through, through the roof, everybody blames 
Biden. Well, he's the boss. He's the president. All right. I want to blame somebody. But then when gas prices go back down and now they're under four, no one says, well, thanks a lot. Uh, I think his biggest thing is he went over to uh, to Saudi. I think that helped a little bit. But this, you know, we had to who do we have on talking about that was uh, Derek Dennis saying, look, you know, all economists look at this and say at best, maybe 15 or 20 cents. You know, okay. So at least part of it, everything that he did, the guy hasn't done that much good. Can you give him this one? Look, yeah, go for it. You know, look, you're, you're going to get the blame. You're also should get the, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the kudos. Okay. So, so a lot of that. So, Hey, we're under four. Good. Will it stay like that? I have no idea. No, Uh, you don't know what's around the corner. That's the crazy part. All right. Still to come, uh, this hour. Uh, holding up the headlines. Uh, Becky, you're going to read the news at 3.30, and you and I are going to pop in. We're going to pop in. It's awesome. Popity pop, pop, pop. Uh, Plus, the latest on uh, Brittany Griner. Could Dennis Rodman really really get her out of jail? Rebound. It's the worm. Gosh. It's coming up next, the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, it is uh, time for the Gatos Big Q poll question of the day. Big Q. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Did you hear me with Broomhead? I uh, debut the Q on the Broomhead program at 8.50. I did not. I was still doing a radio program. Okay. Uh, well, uh, well, let's play a minute of it, because I always like uh, busting on... Well, let's see on. what the banter is between you It's quality banter. The Gatos Big Q poll question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Good morning, Gatos. Morning. I was just reading this article. There's a new brain zapping cap that'll boost your memory for at least one month. I don't want to remember anything. What do you mean you don't want to remember anything? <laughs> I don't want to remember anything. Oh, God. That's why I thought you had a stiff drink during the weekend or something. <laughs> right. Have you ever walked into the kitchen and you're like, I know I came in here for something. Every day. <laughs> now, you want, here's a true story. You know I wear a baseball cap to work almost every day. I know. When I go home and I change clothes, everything in my pockets that I carry goes into the baseball cap. Because if I don't put it in the baseball cap, I forget it no matter where else I put it. That's a true story. Oh, gosh. Maybe you need that cap that zaps your (laughs) brain. Not going to help me. I don't know, man. I am beyond help. You ever get on the air and you're like, you're making a point, and then all of a sudden, the easiest word that you're ready to say, I have no idea where it is in my (laughs) brain. I cannot find it. And then I look up Chad and I put my hands up and I'm like, help. I don't know why they hired me for this job. When I, I, when I, if they knew what (laughs) little goes on inside this head. (laughs) Well, I mean, they hired me first and there's nothing going on in my head. So, I mean, don't worry about that. Oh, that's awesome. What, Uh, what do you have for the queue? Well, Dennis Rodman says he's going to uh, go to Russia and get Brittany Griner released. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh, How do you think this will end? A, badly. B, really badly. C, really, really badly. Or D, Rodman may land in a cell next door. Yeah, that's the concern, man. Can we trade Dennis Rodman for her? i trade Dennis Rodman for her. I think that I think he might enjoy prison. Although I, don't I, know. Liked, I, mean, I think he's an interesting character. I like the worm. The State Department has said, the White House has said, you're going to yeah. complicate things. Just don't go. And he's going anyway. You know what? He's going to get a meeting with Putin. Of course he is. He's going to actually, well, he was hanging out with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, they him went and, water skiing. Him and uh, him and Steven Seagal and Putin all in a room. Oh, well, oh. yeah, uh, Rodman, uh, don't don't do it. Right, you're going to get captured too, or poisoned by Putin. Right, Gatos, yeah. good question as always. What am I doing here? I forgot. <laughs> Have a good show. All right, I'll see you.
All right. So that was earlier this morning, eight fifty. I'm on with uh, Mike Broomhead. I'll uh, I'll update the uh, queue. How will this end? Right, Rodman going after a poorly. Runner. So bad, really bad, really really bad. Rodman may end up in jail too. Uh, number one answer: seventy four percent. Rodman may land in a cell next door. Yeah. I. Uh, Why not? Let's give it a try. <laughs> let's let's let's. They can't be thrilled by this. Who? Any of the administration, <laughs> anybody who is working with uh, uh, the back channels, right? Any of the bureaucrats, they can't be going, this is going to be good for everybody. Yeah. No. no. Mm, I don't know. Crazy Look, and crazy. Could, could he actually get her out? Uh, you, you never know with him. You never right? know. You never know. They may go, this would be great. We'll give him Dennis Rodman <laughs> and make it look like that Biden guy's an idiot. Oh, jeez. They could. All he said was please. And I said, take him. That's all you I know wanted what? was a please. I, I, I'm telling you, actually make a really good point. Do you remember how the hostages were released with Reagan? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Carter tried to get them released for how long? Jimmy Carter, the biggest disaster ever. Was it Operation Eagle Claw? Is that what it was? I don't remember the, the You name. don't remember that? When he he sent all our special forces out there in those helicopters, and it basically they just wiped everybody out. They, that was horrible. But they tried a lot of different things, you know, to get them out. But, you know, here but then Reagan. Reagan came in, and they wanted, the Iranians wanted to embarrass Jimmy Carter yeah. by releasing the hostages to Reagan. Yeah. So if Putin wants to embarrass Biden... Release it, release release Brittany Griner to, to the worm. That would be hilarious. It would be ridiculous. I remember watching one of the hostage uh, documentaries, and they were celebrating the night that uh, Carter lost. And they go, well, now we've got Reagan, you know, and they he goes. This the be, Russians? Are you talking no, about? I mean, the, the Iranians. The he Iranians. Goes, he goes, uh, we've got Reagan now. This is going to be great for you. He goes, what do you think he's going to do for us? And he goes, the guy looks at him, he goes, Thought Reagan would bomb him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, that's he goes, that's what I think he might do to you guys. That's the difference. Yeah. So they were tired, but uh, it was not. We did not do well there. That was not a good look for us. I, I just wonder, would Putin actually release Griner to Rodman to embarrass Biden? Because Biden, let's remember, Biden's given the Ukrainians all, all of their weapons, basically. If I really was Biden and I wanted to. Absolutely, 100% in, you know, make sure this doesn't happen. I would try my hardest, but I would make sure that there's one person on earth that can't go. Because if I'm Putin, I want to really embarrass him. I'm calling Trump and tell him, hey, if you come over here, I'll give you Britney. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to get there. He goes, that's not Spears. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Coming up next. Becky Lynn is a 3.30 newscast. It's not your normal 3.30 no. newscast. Uh, we like to call it holding up the headlines. We are going to uh, interrupt and react to her top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. Oh, it's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Miss Becky Lynn, your first story, and then we'll interrupt. 
very quiet Monday, but Marvin Percha with the National Weather Service says some storm chances will begin ramping up later this afternoon and tomorrow. They certainly will still be capable of producing locally heavy rain and some um, isolated flash flooding. Today could be more dust and strong winds than heavy rainfall. Better chance of rain coming tomorrow, but uh, if we do see any, probably around the 5 o'clock hour. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. When does the monsoon end? September 30th. Wow. So we got we still got a month of this stuff. September 30th. I've got to look this up. But August has to be one of the most mild Augusts we've ever had because most of the days have not been even 100 degrees. Yeah. Right. Today's 105. But yeah, this is the hottest day we've had in a while. Actually. So the hottest day in August is 105. That's a that's a win. I take that all day long. Yeah. That's a huge win. That's a May. That's what May and like early June is. It's been pretty nice. Pretty nice. We're holding up the headlines. The Voters' Right to Know Act would require those who fund political ads to identify themselves here in Arizona. Governor Doug Ducey is questioning if paid workers registered with the Secretary of State's office correctly. But former Arizona Attorney General Terry Goddard, who's leading this measure against dark money, is pushing back. Well, I don't see how any public official gets to come back after these people passed the petitions and gotten thousands of signatures. They suddenly say, well, the the rules that you followed are not the ones I really meant. And the case is now the hands of the Arizona Supreme Court. So if you put out an ad, all they're asking you to do is like at the bottom of it say, this is who sponsored the ad. We, they don't do that, I guess. Well, it's dark money is a really weird thing. You know, it's, How that, so? it's that pack money okay. and they're not really asso- they're associated with the side, but not really any campaign. As a voter, do you really care? Uh, it's an ad you see on TV. You 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 know it's probably garbage anyway. They're, everybody lies on the ads. Well, they do, they do. But I think some people are starting to figure out. Hey, where are all these money coming from? It's, it's, it's insane. It's always questionable. I think for people when money comes in from out of state, yep. who you know, it's like, well, why do you care who wins this race? Because in you have Arizona? money involved. Exactly. Right. It's Remember how Joe Arpaio kept getting his mm-hmm. money to get reelected? Look, look at Katie Hobbs. Wasn't from here. I mean, uh, look at look at a lot of that money that flowed in here early. And same thing with Mark Kelly's, all from out of state. Interesting. We're holding up the headlines. And we're now just a little over two months away from a pair of battles to decide who will run the state's top two offices over the next four years. The Secretary of State and the Governor's offices. Former Maricopa County recorder Adrian Fontes, seeking to become Secretary of State, joined KTAR's Get Us and Chad That's show. Uh, you going to beat Finchip? That was us. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to beat him. You think Katie Hobbs is going to beat Carrie Lake? She can. Fontes was asked if he can work with Republican Carrie Lake if she does defeat Katie Hobbs in the governor's race. I will invite her uh, with an open heart and an open mind, and I, and I hope if she is the governor and I'm the secretary of state, I, I hope she'll accept. And a Fox News poll out last week has Lake trailing Hobbs by three points. Jim Cross, KTR News. I thought Fincham was interesting. Uh, not Fincham. Uh, Fontes was interesting yesterday. So he's the Fincham Democrat. would have been interesting, but he was not here. Fincham is the Republican. Um, he's not all there. I'm sorry. He is so QAnon. He, his conspiracy theories are, are downright frightening. I mean, yeah. first of all, uh, he, he thinks that the Oklahoma City bombing was to hide evidence against Clinton. Yeah. He also thinks that Paul Walker, remember? Uh, Absolutely. They killed him. 
The Clintons killed Paul Absolutely. Walker. Now they Fast, killed a lot of people, but from, not not him. From Fast and Furious, the Clintons killed Paul Walker once. This is what Mark Finchin believes, and you want him to count a single vote here as Secretary of State. Once Vin Diesel finds that out, he is going to be so All mad. Right. We're holding up the headlines. The countdown is on for the Super Bowl <laughs> at State Farm Stadium in Glendale next year. Yeah. To kick off the celebration, Phoenix Sky Harbor today unveiled a countdown clock in Terminal Four. We are officially on the clock with 173 days to go until Super Bowl 57. And Sky Harbor is going to see record-setting passengers come through next February 2023. That's Jay Perry, who heads up the Arizona Super Bowl host committee. And she says more than 150,000 visitors are projected to fly in through Sky Harbor for the Super Bowl. Okay. So, So they put a clock up at Sky Harbor and it's counting the days down? Yeah. That's stupid. Oh, there you go. See, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm excited too. Here's the thing. I guess it's good if you're flying in. That's kind of neat to see. But nobody here in Phoenix really gets to see it unless you're traveling. Unless you're traveling out. How am I supposed to go see it unless I'm traveling? Is it in every terminal? It's in Terminal Four. Well, I have to go to one terminal to see it. Well, that I still find it weird that they name it Terminal as you get on an airplane. Mm -hmm. That is weird. I don't like that either. And we only have three and four, but we don't have a one and two. That's even more strange. Anymore. See, the whole thing, this entire thing is a mess. Conspiracy! Conspiracy. What the Clintons do there? Oh, jeez. Holding up the headlines. As you know, the Arizona Coyotes are moving to Tempe next season. And today, ASU made the announcement in a special dedication ceremony that its new multi-purpose facility that will temporarily house the team will be called Mullet Arena. What? Yes. The first game in Mullet Arena what? is set for Friday, October 28th against the Winnipeg Jets. What? According to ArizonaSports.com. What? That's right, the Mullet Arena. And if you know anything about hockey, it is the perfect name oh, yeah. for hockey. Like yes. Jack is trying to grow himself a little mullet right now, you know. They all of his all of his hockey friends have it. Now, know. someone told me it's named after somebody. It might be, but it doesn't mean but it doesn't matter. Yes. We still got a are mullet you telling arena. me that the Arizona Coyotes are going to go from this big time stadium in Glendale, this big arena, to Huge. a five thousand seat arena at ASU? It's the multi purpose, and they're going to call them, and they're going to call the arena the mullet. The mullet. Personally, right. I think that's personal. I think it's <laughs> awesome. This is horrible. Could you, could you see the broadcast? We're broadcasting live oh, here at the mullet. It's going to be great. People, they'll they'll sell fake mullets for people to wear oh, in the absolutely. stands. Oh, my goodness. And you want awesome. that? It's yes, great. It's, it's know, called marketing. And by the way, they're coming back in fashion. Whether yeah, or not are. you like it or not, um, they are. It, what is it? Party in the back? What is it? What is party it? in the, in the back. back. Business in the front. Party in the back. Business in the front. Party in the back. You don't that, have to worry the about Kentucky that. Waterfall. <laughs> There's nothing going on over here where you have to worry about. I don't like this name. This they're going to be made fun of by everybody. Mm-mm. I think it's no. I think it's perfect. The mullet. The Love mullet. It. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Arizona's blood supplies in desperate need. Suthu with Vitalant says their blood supplies have dropped by fifty percent over the summer, and they're in an emergency blood shortage. Right now, we're in a situation where we're having to ration the amount of blood that we're providing hospitals. Uh, they're only receiving a percentage of the blood that they're requesting. Seven donation centers across the valley. If you'd like to donate, go to vitalent.org and make that appointment. I'm still thinking about the mullet. I didn't even hear that story, to be honest. It's about vampires. I didn't they, want you, they want you to donate blood. We're yeah. seriously low. Rationing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rationing, yeah. We're rationing blood. We're rationing blood. I don't know. I'm still thinking about the mullet. I'm sorry. Fantastic. You're dreaming <laughs> of the mullet. what he's thinking. I'm dreaming of a mullet. 
Dude, how great would that be? A mullet is awesome. Or, you think Sparky comes out with one? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> ASU Sparky now is a mullet? That's fantastic. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Nancy Pelosi's husband pleading guilty to driving drunk. Oh, oh gosh. Changing an earlier not guilty plea. In court, Paul Pelosi's attorney entered a plea on his behalf of guilty to driving under the influence causing injury in Napa County on May 28th. He was driving a Porsche in Napa when he crossed a road in front of a Jeep causing what the California Highway Patrol called major damage. As a part of his plea deal, the 82-year-old Pelosi will serve three years probation. The deal includes five days of jail, but he'll get credit for four days, two of which he actually served, and the remaining day will be served on a court work program. He also has to go through a drunk driving program and pay restitution, among other parts of his sentence. Alex Stone, EBC News. So funny. It is so funny. Let me ask you a question. Yo. Uh, if I had a list of people that I could just get rid of in Washington, believe me that Nancy Pelosi would probably be at the top of the list. Yeah. Why do I care about her husband? Uh, I don't care about her husband. No, I just think a lot of people are glad that, you know, they felt like if it was them, they would have faced other charges. And had there not been people making lots of noise, would this eventually just completely gone away? Hmm. I'm sure you get a little, if, as a as a judge somewhere and as a, as a DA, I'm sure you get a little pressure yeah. from D.C., yeah. I mean, I could get it. You're, you're married to Nancy Pelosi. you got to have a pop here and there, but you don't have to get behind the wheel and drive. It's not very nice. Sorry. Every day at 3.30, Becky Lynn has her newscast. She does. But we hold up the headlines. That's what up. we call the segment. We hold up the headlines, so we interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Hey, coming up at 4.05, remember, uh, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, we bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Um, I'm going to uh, give you my argument on why I think Carrie Lake is actively trying to lose. Oh, she, really? She doesn't want to win this race. She does not no. want to win this. No, and she's trying to lose on purpose. I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I like this. It is. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Uh, conspiracy uh, well, theory. Tweet that out. I don't know. Don't don't put me in. Is, conspiracy are the, are the theory. cleanse up to this? Is the cleanse are not okay. up to this. It's a Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, coming up at 4.05, as we do every day, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. It's the madness, the mayhem. That's the 2022 midterm election. I'm going to make my argument that Carrie Lake is throwing the race. All right. I know it sounds weird. Uh, but I'm going to make that argument. You tell me if it's if it's uh, complete okay. horse crap. But, but again, I'm, I I I see this. I'm like, I think she's throwing it. All right, that's coming up at 4:05. All right, very interesting. We've been talking about how uh, remember when Ducey ripped the Abbott's plan from Texas yeah. off, and uh-huh. he said, "Hey, let's put migrants on a bus and let's ship them out to New York and to, to uh, DC." Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, D.C. is not happy. New York, by the way, not happy. No. And I would say, now you know what we're going through. You never thought it was a big problem, did you? Because you're not even anywhere near the border. But now it's now you get now you feel our pain, right? Here's what D.C. is doing. Listen to this. The Pentagon has once again denied a request from the District of Columbia what? seeking what? National Guard assistance and dealing with thousands of migrants being bused to the city from Texas and Arizona. I love that. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, I thought this Ducey plan was, well, a stunt. I think it started out that way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he saw where this would go. I think he's like, I just want to steal from Abbott. He has all these ideas that he gets before me. And 
And you know what? I'm also going to put shipping containers up. I think Abbott yeah, did that first. Right? I think he did. Okay. So yeah. uh, so so now we've got we've got uh, uh, D.C. and they're calling the Pentagon. They're saying we we can't handle this. According to the Associated Press, the Defense Department said the use of the National Guard will be inappropriate and will hurt the overall readiness of the troops, forcing some to cancel military training. The letter also said the department is also concerned about putting military members in direct contact with migrants to provide food, sanitation, and other support. Oh, my God. They're that worried. By how many? Mm. Honestly, this isn't... It's not like they've, they're have they shipping everybody that comes over the border. No. Straight there. It no. is not. It Sorry. is not that at all. You've, From what we've heard, yes, some migrants have gotten in the bus unknowing, unknowingly you know, ending up, I guess, in New York or, or D.C., which is not... I don't like that. Yeah. I want to use them as pawns. But some have said, yeah, I'll go to New York or yeah. oh, D.C. Yeah, I've got Actually, family in D.C. there was one family that was so excited to go to New York. They were like, oh, this is great. Uh, you know, they're worried that it is uh, they're sending people there against their will. I don't think it's happening. You may find one or two people that maybe didn't understand it. But the reality is, is they are a sanctuary city and a sanctuary state. You should be welcoming, shouldn't you? I think you should. Absolutely. Uh, California at least doesn't whine about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Pentagon said the D.C. Guard not trained or equipped to care for migrants. Uh, I find that <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Do you find that hard to oh, believe? Oh, my goodness. They just don't want to. What's the deal? They have no, this is what it said, the D.C. National Guard has no specific experience in or training for this kind of mission. Uh, or unique skills for providing uh, facility management, feeding, sanitation, or ground support. That's what the letter says. Yeah, and they're having trouble. Like, like it is so watching them like in New York because they're filming them all coming off the bus. Like it, when you watch a Sunday the NFL game right before the game, and you see the the bus pull up and all the guys right. are getting off, and there's all these people there, and they're yeah. high fiving the kids and stuff. And I'm just sitting there laughing, going. Wow, you guys are so out of touch. And you get a couple thousand, and it's the end of the world. Yeah. What's Yuma dealing with today? Yeah. I, I think it's worked out pretty well, actually. Yeah. I think we've I think we've told everybody this is what it's like to be a, a, a border state. Yeah. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. To Chad's point about Yuma and what they go through, remember the last time we had Mayor Doug Nichols on the show? I think it was like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And he said they're still getting 900 people a day. Yeah. 800 or 900 a day versus what is it like four or five thousand yeah that new york has gotten so in a one week they're going to easily blow that out of the water and new york acts with almost a trillion dollar gross domestic product that they're somehow overrun <laughs> we don't know what to do i mean we're a sanctuary when we say we're sanctuary we, we don't really mean sanctuary we mean, we're just throwing that around yeah you can say you would welcome all people yeah but in the end, is that really what you mean? Not no. after this. No. Not no. after this. Okay. Well, the buses are going to keep going out. Yeah. Um, it costs some money for us to do it, though. It does. It, it def- and, you know, those uh, those shipping containers aren't cheap. Especially, you know, Ducey did not know how to go negotiate those. What were they, like 4000 a piece or 6000 yeah. a piece? And we found And the sad thing is, two. I thought at least it was one of his friends he paid a bunch of money to. It probably you find was. out there wasn't even any of that. He's just <laughs> bad at negotiating. <laughs> right. Coming up next, midterm mayhem. mayhem. Uh, Carrie Lake is intentionally trying to lose. I'll tell you why. Coming up next.